purpose of guidelines. This is going to be showing the practical side of the ministry. So get your Bibles out and and, and your outlines, and we're just going to go with it. The purpose of guidelines, like I said, it's the practical side of the ministry. James 2, verse 22 tells us to be you doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Guidelines will help you in your doing of the word. You know, when we started the um, ministry of helps here years ago, and we come up with guidelines, you know, there was, at first, there was a lot of opposition to it, first of all, because it's something new, and that changed, you know, always, uh, for the most part, can, can rile up the flesh, but a, a lot of people had, or some people had some uh, problems with guidelines, you can't have guidelines, these people are volunteer, well, we're going to look at that today, but if you're a volunteer, then your heart must be in it. And and surely if you want if your heart's in it, you're going to you want to do it the right way and not just your way or you know your motives are are impure. But uh guidelines are set for the safety of all that's involved, you know, at the at the hospitals they have volunteers and um Don't think that those volunteers don't have guidelines. They have to have guidelines because uh, they know it's it's for those patients also that you know that are it's good to have guidelines because then it it you know a person that's out there that's just to show people directions and stuff is not to go in and unplug my life support, you know, just because they can't stand to see me suffering or something. So you know, guidelines are very important whether you're uh, paid. Or whether you're not paid. We're talking about the Ministry of Help. So guidelines, we're going to see how guidelines are an important part of doing the work of the ministry. Of doing what God's called you to do. Whatever department you find yourself in. So the purpose of guidelines, let's start out by uh, looking in the Thorndike Dictionary. uh, Under guidelines defined. A there, guide. We're going to define the word guide first. Number one is to show the way. Lead, direct. Number one there is to show the way. To lead or direct. And you know, if you're working in the, in the, in the um, uh, church here, our, our basis of the guidelines are what works here at this church. And you know, it's like Paul prayed in Psalms chapter 25 verses 4 and 5. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in the truth and teach me. So a guide is to show the way, lead, direct. And so the guidelines here at Omega Church are based upon the principles of the word, but yet there are a practical side of how to do the ministry. And, you know, sometimes working in the ministry, or especially if you're new in the ministry, maybe I should put it that way, we get into the, to the limelight of the spirituality, so to speak. And, hey, listen... We have to have the spiritual side, but we also have to have the uh, practical side. We live in a practical body, you know, and we need the Spirit of God to make it alive, but we also need to know uh, practical things to keep our bodies working and functioning well. So this is this is what the purpose of guidelines is, to keep the departments in the church operating, uh, you know, to keep it alive and keep it going. So here A is guide. Number one is to show the way, lead, and direct. Number two, person or thing that shows the way, leads, or guide. 
you know, our, excuse me, our directs, you know, a guide, you take a tour and you, you have a guide. They know the area, they know what they're going to show you and they lead and direct and it makes it life easier when you go on, on tours to have a guide than to try to find your own way. Number three, part of a machine for directing or regulating motion or action. That regulating is a continuous a basis, a, a, a consistent. You know, it's part of machinery that keeps it going. It's the mechanics of it that keep it regulating, that keep it consistent going. You know, I don't know all the mechanics of a car, but I do know enough of it to keep me going. I know it needs gas. I know it needs oil. You know, I know it needs a key to get it going. So I know enough to keep me going, but if, if there's any particular part that breaks down or that no longer functions, then I know enough to, to get help in those areas. So we do need a guide. We need someone to show us the way. B is line. B is line. L-I-N-E, line. Number one, an edge or boundary. An edge or boundary. Rules provide a line. Provide a line. Uh, now, when I speak of rules, remember there's a difference between rules and laws. Laws are more severe than guidelines. You know, uh, you can cr cross the, the white line, but the double stripe yellow line is you don't do it. it. It's more severe. You know, and laws are made for the lawless. So, you know, an, uh, a line, an edge, or a boundary, it's, it's to show us, you know, you stay within these lines. That's safety to stay within the yellow line and the and the uh, the uh, white line or whatever. It's it's not to say that you can't cross that, but it's a boundary. It's it's best if you stay within that. Okay. Number two is a course or track or direction. Two is course or track. Our direction, you know, our, our walk in the Lord, our work in the ministry, uh, we need to stay on track. We need to stay on track because when we get out, you know, you go past the, the lines and, and you could have an accident, you know, speaking of driving, or you can go down into the bar ditch. So we need to stay on track. Uh, number three, a certain way of doing things. A certain way of doing things. In line means in alignment. Are in agreement. Um, in line means in alignment or in agreement. You know, we have different personalities and different ways of doing things, but we have to, uh, so we have to have something that brings our ideals, uh, even our personalities, into a certain an agreement uh, so that we can have a certain course of action in, in agreement so that. It can get everything done. It brings continuity. You know, you need a guide to show you the way. Uh, it shows you the boundaries of what to and what not to do. Because then it, then it helps us to be in agreement, to walk in agreement. Okay? Very important there. Okay? Uh, doesn't mean your, your personality is wrong. It doesn't mean my personality is wrong. It just needs that we need to bring them in a, 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 in a, uh, a point of agreement so that we can get the course of action done. And that's what guidelines do, okay? C here is guidelines. Guidelines. The Thorndike Dictionary is like policies for determining a present and future course of action. Guidelines is defined in the Thorndike Dictionary as policies 
for determining a present and future course of action. Okay, it's, it's going to tell us what we're doing now and for the future to give us the, the, the right course to take. The New International, International Dictionary for Guidelines is any indication of the limits or scope of an undertaking. Any indication of the limits or scope of an undertaking. You know, the vision or the mission is... Uh, uh, is is the or, 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 excuse me the the vision the mission is the mission or undertaking uh, you know God's given us here but you know you can't play basketball with baseball rules in order for it to be effective in order to be for it to be successful in order for it to be basketball you have to play by basketball rules so it's indication of the limits or scope of an undertaking so if you will open your Bibles here to Habakkuk chapter 2. See, we're not doing away with the word. We're, we're implementing the word with it. Uh, he tells us here in uh, Habakkuk chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, I mean 2, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may read that run it, uh, he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. But number two here says, verse two says, write the vision and make it plain. Uh, that he that uh, that he may run that readeth it. How can you read it? How can it be plain if it's not written down? So it's very important that that you read the guidelines for for the area that you will be working in, and that you it's plain. And that you uh, that you can run with it, that you can agree with it, that you can uh, uh, do that area of ministry as as printed out into the guidelines. You know, every one of us uh, crowds the edge, but we need someone to get get us back in line, or like guidelines, so they're to be written, not just spoken, uh, but they're to be written so that we can understand and read it. You know, we can think that we're thinking the same things. You know. Uh, this has been several years ago, but I had sent my uh, oldest son Joe out to the vehicle to get my lipstick because I had left it in the in the vehicle, and he comes back. I know right where it's at. I tell him exactly where it's at. Uh, he can't find it. Do you know what my lipstick is? Yes. So he goes back out. So he can't find it. So I have to go out there, go right out there, and pick up my lipstick. Well, and I take him with me. This is where it's at. Show him. Well, what what had happened was he was looking for a tube of lipstick, and I had changed for that part of time where I was using a, a little brush. It was more like a compact. So although we were thinking the same thing, he was thinking of it in one form, and I was it was actually in another form. Who was wrong? Well, I was for not being more specific, and there that's where I was assuming that that um, he knew exactly what I was talking about. But this is where uh, it, if I had made it plain to him, he would have gone right out, picked it up, and come back in with it. So, you know, it having a vision, making it plain, we don't assume that one another understands. If you have questions in your department, don't be uh, afraid to ask. Ask. Make it plain. We, we want to be able to understand one another and go for it. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 14, verse 40. 
uh, Paul here speaking. And what had happened here, let me let me give you some background here. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it really goes back to uh, beginning in chapter 12, but they had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But what had happened is when, when there was a time that they should have been being taught they were speaking out people were prophesying at the same time so you can you can imagine the confusion this one's prophesying this one's trying to teach and this one's prophesying you know uh there there was no order so there is confusion and he sums it up in in verse uh 40 of first corinthians chapter 14 he sums it this way let all things done be uh, that are done be done decently and in order, let all things be done decently and in order. I like to say it this way also. If they're not uh, uh, decent, then they're not, if things aren't in order, then they're not decent. Uh, and the Amplifieds put, puts it this way. But all things should be done with regard to decency and propriety and in an orderly fashion. All things should be done with regard to decency and propriety and in an orderly fashion. I looked up the word propriety, and it means quality of being proper, fitness. It means proper behavior. The proprieties, conventional standards, are requirements of proper behavior. This was not proper behavior for everybody trying to do everything uh, at the same time, although prophesying is good, uh, teaching is good, but it, it doesn't need to be done. It needs to be done in order so that, you know, have you ever been in a place where somebody, everybody's talking at once and it's just, you can't hear this person, you can't hear this person, or you hear in part and in part, and that can get you in a lot of trouble. So with guidelines, that's why we have guidelines. Let all things be done decently and in order or in proper behavior. I like that. First, First Corinthians chapter 1 verse uh, 10 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 let's let's go there I like that let's everything be done decently in order okay uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 says now I beseech you beseech you brethren by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind, in the same judgment. Now, how can we do that if we don't know what what is the what we're thinking? If we don't, how can we speak the same thing if we don't know what the other, you know? How you do this through guidelines? We do this through guidelines. I like it out the amplified also. But I urge you and entreat you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in perfect harmony and full agreement in what you say. And that there be no dissensions or factions or divisions among you, but that you, be, that you be perfectly united in your common understanding and your opinions and your judgments. That's why we, we speak all the same thing. We're in unity of how to get this done. And you do that through guidelines, through guidelines. I like what the Ministry of, Handbook, uh, Ministry of Helps Handbook says here. It's on, you'll find it on page 110 in the last paragraph. Knowledge eliminates fear. Knowledge eliminates fear. If anyone has fear, it is usually because of the unknown. Giving your people knowledge will eliminate many fears of what if, what if. Okay, let me read that again. 
Knowledge eliminates fear. If anyone has fear, it is usually because of the unknown. Giving your people knowledge will eliminate many fears of what if, what if. Guidelines, uh, you can understand this. Guidelines provide a feeling of being comfortable. It brings a certain amount of security because you know within the guidelines, within the guidelines, okay? Um, you know, guidelines will also uh, help you not to feel out of place. You know, well, if I'm in, am I doing this right? If I'm not doing this right, am I wearing this right or whatever? It it it, it helps you not to feel out of pace, place. It gives you uh, uh, a knowing, a boundary, you know, so that you know that you're not stepping out of place. A here, guidelines help us stay focused. Guidelines help us to stay focused. We we need to be stay focused. You know, we we already mentioned that in a. Defining the word line, it's a course or track or direction. We need to stay on track. Guidelines will help us to stay focused. Guidelines will help us to stay focused. Guidelines be guidelines determine a method, orderly or systematic arrangement. Guidelines determine a method, orderly or systematic arrangement. We have to understand that the first law of God is order. God is highly organized. How could he, you know, uh, if it was you and me, we might have organized the waters before the land or whatever. Or uh, um, what I mean by that is would try to put the fish on the land or, you know, God knows what he's doing. So he is a God of order and he wants us highly organized. You know, we organize in the Holy Spirit out. By no means, we're actually making room for the Holy Spirit. In other words, you know, the Holy Spirit there had things that they wanted to do in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. But because of the disorder, although the Holy Spirit was trying to move, they needed some guidelines. They needed some teaching. They needed some understanding for the Holy Spirit to be effective. Can't both speak at one time. There's an order. Let it be done decently and in order. And when they learn that guidelines, then, then the, the power of the Holy Spirit can move effectively. Okay? Because God is not the author of confusion. We know who that is. Okay? See, organized direction eliminates assumptions and confusion. Organized direction eliminates assumptions and confusions. You know, had I been more organized in my direction, uh, more plain, more suspicious, uh, specific when I told my son to get my lipstick it's not going to be in a tube it's going to be in a compact then uh, instead of assuming that then there would have been no confusion he and, and let me tell you this when when there begin to get confusion there begins to get frustration because I was uh, uh he was confused because I was so animate is where it was and he couldn't find it and, and I was getting frustrated likewise he was because you know I was positive it was there you know, and so uh, if I'd have had more organized direction, it would eliminate assumption and confusion on both parts and frustration. Guidelines helps us to set priorities. Uh, for an example, ushers have guidelines, and this is really in 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 all should be in all the guidelines as far as all everyone is. Don't have body odor. 
You know, and you say, well, that that's pretty presumptuous. That that can pretty well hurt somebody's feeling if they read that and say, well, you're saying I have body odor. No, but different people have different priorities, and we need to don't assume that they realize how uh, that their body odor. They may be used to that smell. <laughs> Others aren't. And and it, it can be offensive to have body odor. Uh, that's it's, it can be offensive to have um, breath uh, uh, odor. So so we can assume that that um, people understand that. You know, uh, one of the things in in uh, Buddy Bell says that he didn't know about about taking baths. Now that seems so far out for us, but some people their priorities are different. Okay, guidelines have direction, or excuse me, guidelines give direction to a ministry. Vision sets the goal, but guideline gives it the direction uh, to get there. But it all, always gives you lead way to get there unless it's violated. In other words, you know, stay within these bound, uh, 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 guidelines, you know, but if you like cleaning the toilets first to get that out of the way before you clean the lavatory, that's not a big problem. But you see, but it, it, it gives you a leeway unless you start violating it and you use the brush that you clean the toilet with to clean the lavatory with. We have a problem. So that's when it, 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 when it begins to be violated. That is when it has to be enforced as a law. Okay? As if it were a law that some people aren't going to follow. So, you know, guidelines give the direction of, of how we're going to... Uh, do it. Guidelines create unity. Guidelines create unity. They, they bring us together on how the direction is going to be to fulfill what the vision of the ministry is. So guidelines create unity. It's, it's for safety for all that are involved. Uh, guidelines check motives. Guidelines check motives. Now, a good motive check, and, and, and this is a self-motive uh, check. You know, the Bible tells us to examine ourselves, and uh, we need to check our motives. But one motive, a uh, good way of checking your motives, if you're always looking for a way to get past the guidelines, or if you're always looking for an exception to the guidelines, or you're always looking to see who's getting by with not obeying the guidelines, instead of making sure you stay within the guidelines, then you've got a problem. You've got a motive problem. You've got a heart problem. I want to go over that again because it's very it's it's very important that we check out our our motives and our guidelines. And you know the Bible tells us in Proverbs to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. And our motives need to be pure at all times. Our heart need, hearts need to be got, uh, guarded at all times. So let me let me let me say this to you again. Uh, you know, guidelines check our motives, and we need to we need to find out if our motives are pure. If we're always looking for a way to get past the guidelines, or if we're always looking for an exception to the guidelines, or if we're always looking to see who's getting by with not obeying the guidelines, instead of making sure we stay within the guidelines, then we're the ones that have a problem. Number one, we're not in unity. Our, our motives aren't right, you know. Um... Don't check, check around and see who's not a doer of the word. You know, make sure you're not, the, you're, you're not just a hearer only, but you're the doer of the word, okay? Guidelines stop strife. 
it settles the issue. Is it within the guide? It settles the issue. Okay, guidelines stop strife. It settles the issue. Don't try to go on a one-way street north, but you're trying to go it on a south. You're in violation of that guideline, that law, and it will be enforced. And that is for the safety of you and those that are trying uh, to travel north on that one way that is towards north. So, you know, it, it's safety, okay? It settles the issue. Guidelines produce peace. And we know throughout the word, peace can also um, be interpreted as prosperity. It makes it will make the whole department prosper because you flow together. It will it will create peace because you're flowing together. Now listen, if you're in re rebellion, if you have a heart of rebellion, uh, nothing's going to produce peace there. You know, if your motives get out of line, then you're you're in rebellion. Uh, so that's not going to produce peace. Okay, it comes from the heart. It's a volunteer thing, but it comes from the heart. Guidelines reveal what we want to accomplish. Guidelines reveal what we want to accomplish. Guidelines keep continuity, connection with uh, connection uninterrupted. Amos 3.3 3 tells, he asks, can two walk together unless, uh, except they agree? So guidelines keep that con continuity, keeps things connected, keeps them to, to going together without interruption. It's unity, okay? There can be no success without guidance. There can be no success without guidance. I like the way Pastor Ronnie puts it. Every person wasn't born a success. But please note, every successful person was born. I hope you understood that. You might not have been born as success, but you were born so you can become successful, okay? So there can be no success without guidance. We have to have, you know, success is not accidental, okay? It's purpose. It's planned out. It's walked out, okay? Guidelines are like the specifications to a blueprint, Guidelines are like the specifications to a blueprint. Number one, what? For example, what material are we going to do? We're going to do a building. What kind of material are we going to use? We're going to use screws. We're going to use nails. We're going to use metal. What kind of material are we going to use? How are we going to do it? Number two, how? By what means? By what means? Are we going to use a hammer? Are we going to use a nail? Are we going to use somebody else? How are we going to get this accomplished? By what means? Number three, when. Order of events. When. Blueprints, the specifications of a blueprint tell, tells us the thing, these things. Order of events. We're building a house. Are we going to, are we going to um, do the roof first? No, we're going to do the foundation first. Blueprints tell us what we have to do first. Uh, we need to understand this, you know, uh, because all the departments of the Ministry of Helps, all the departments in the church affect one another. For example, uh, the nursery and the music, they work hand in hand. So how do they work hand in hand? If the, if the uh, music department uh, may, may depend upon the nursery department because they have infants, 
you know, uh, the, those that are in the uh, music ministry department have infants, children. So they don't need to be, they, if they need to be at the church, say, uh, 30 minutes before service starts so that they can practice, they can be on the stage 30 minutes before so that they can once again rehearse what they're going to do. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of departments, and, and you will not realize this if you're not uh uh, in that particular department, but do you take the music department, for example? There's a lot of ministry that uh, uh, practicing coming together behind the scenes, and I, I'm not talking about just 30 minutes before service. I'm talking about other nights of the weeks that they come together and they practice. They practice note by note. The sound practice with them. Uh, the 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 musicians practice their part. The singers practice their part, and then they practice together. So there's a lot involved that goes on. It's just not what you see up, up, you know, at at the start. But if they come together and and they need um, to be here on stage 30 minutes before to practice with the the music director, uh, and they have infant children, you know, our our toddlers or whatever, they don't need them children to be running around on the platform while they're trying to focus and practice and get unity on the same note, etc. Uh, they need to have somebody to be able to take care of their children in the nursery, in, in the children's church area, so that they can flow effectively and stay focused. Remember one of the guidelines that would help them to stay focused on what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, likewise, the ushers involved. If if they don't, if they're not here to be able to open the church early, so that the nursery workers can get in, so that they can uh, open their uh, rooms so that the musicians can be in place so that the singers can be in place so that the nursery you know they affect one another all of it is effect affects one another so we're all in this together uh you know not everybody uh is gonna you know everybody can sing but like pastor ronnie puts it not everybody's worthy of a mic I love singing, but I'm not worthy of a microphone. So the guidelines, you know, let's take the guidelines of the Ministry of Music, of singing. One of it would be that I would be able to be able to sing, would be able to be here on time when he tells us to be here, would be able to, to follow the music notes, the, the high notes, the low notes. See, so it's very vital that we know the that we understand that guidelines are like the specifications to a blueprint. And each different department has different guidelines. But all of those come together. The foundation of a building has different guidelines, have different different material, different uh, stages of how it's put together before, uh, uh, other than the roof, other than the walls. But the foundation, once in place, works together well with the, the wall standing up, with the roof being put on, all of it's working together. And that's how we need to understand how guidelines are. Be here. Guidelines are a must for any endeavor. Guidelines are a must for any endeavor. Guidelines can be modified, but the purpose not must not change. Guidelines can be modified, but the purpose, the goal, the directions in particular must not be changed. Okay? This holds down attitude problems when we understand that. They can be changed. They can be modified. Now, they're not to be modified from the bottom 
up. In other words, if you're not the head of that department, you're not the ones that's going to change that, uh, um, you know, modify that guideline. That comes through working with that department head. Uh, uh, by all means, that department head that wrote those guidelines has ears to hear uh, if there's a better way of working this or whatever. But the ultimate decision is by that department head because they see an overall. You might see, this, see the specific area that would benefit, and they're all ears to hear that. But the, 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 the whole writing of that guidelines comes down to that particular department head, okay? We need to prepare ahead of time. Uh, lack of this causes attitude problems. Uh, uh, what I'm saying by that is, is if the ushers need to be here earlier, the music needs to be here, the nursery, work, we need to be here early because if, so what if the nursery people were here earlier and the usher wasn't? They can't get in. So what if the nursery, uh, I mean the ushers were here early during their part and the nursery workers weren't available? See, so it's all a working together, and that's why we need to we need to prepare ahead of time, so that that we all flow together and that we all flow together effectively. Effectively, because these different departments is what causes the word of God to be able to come across uh, more effectively. When when people know that their children are, are taken care of, they can they can stay focused on the word of God then as it's being ministered to them or what the anointing of God is saying to them. But if they're worried about if they're if if a nursery worker is going to show up or if there's going to be enough help there or if they're worried about having to go to the restroom and the restrooms are going to be upside down or not worth to, even to walk in the door. See, all of this plays an important part in this. That's why guidelines are very important. That's why it's very important that we uh, we stay prepared in whatever area department you're in, that you stay within the guidelines. It helps motives to stay pure. It helps attitudes to stay uh, well. You know, uh, kids can uh, people can watch my kids, but if they have bad attitudes towards my kids, forget it. See, so attitudes are important in working in the ministry of help. So this is the purpose of guidelines. It's not, you know, to, to, so that we can just be strict, but it's so that it'll bring unity, that it will bring peace, so that we, as, as workers in the ministry together, we can be more effective in that area.